This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. I am so mad right now. I am podcasting from my bedroom, on my phone, right here in the Spotify for Podcasters app because like girl i am so pissed off don't worry i should be doing a formal podcast episode soon but that's like that's later news that's end of this episode news i am so pissed off page six right if you don't know page six is um a social media drama channel mainly known on twitter well that's where i know i'm from i know i'm on twitter i don't know if they're on any other platform but they were the people who pushed the Ariana Grande and Ethan Slater narrative, right? So they, uh, page six was the first time that I saw um, Dalton Gomez and Ariana Grande divorce confirmed. They actually said that they're surprised that people didn't find out. They've been separated for so long. They can't believe it took this long um, to confirm. It's been like this for seven months now. Then they were the ones to break the news that Ariana Grande and... Ethan Slater are now a couple. Sources say that they have been cozying up to each other on set, on the set of Wicked, and they've been together for a while now. Then, literally the following day reports, Ethan Slater divorcing a strange wife, Lily, whatever. Is her name Lily? I think it's Lily. Yeah, like Lily something. Um, It would be Lily Slater, I'm assuming. Um, But I don't want to assume because not every woman changes her last name. So Lily something. And they said that she said Ariana Grande is not a girl's girl. And she's actually very confused and off like she's very confused as to why her relationship is ending. Um, And then that started the TikTok that was then later created. And I saw that TikTok when it only had a thousand likes. Because I was going through everything because I was trying, not because I cared about Ariana Grande being a home wrecker. Truly, if I'm being completely honest, it's not because I was like, oh my God, she's a home wrecker. I can't believe that. It was because I was just going through the news because I was like, I can't believe she got a divorce. And I just wanted information, right? They just released something else. New information has recently been released. Um, new interview with Lily something where she has stated, one, she didn't realize she was on the record and she was very confused on where her quotes were coming from. She didn't understand the sources of these quotes and like she wasn't understanding what on the record meant. So what I'm assuming that means is one, did she say like Ariana Grande is, a, is not a girl's girl and like, oh, um, what's it called? And she said the whole like she felt blindsided and whatnot. I do believe she said that, but Here's the thing. Now her current quotes are like, no, her and Ethan are talk have talked about it. She's co-parenting. Like they're fine. They have been separated long before her uh her ex-husband and Ariana Grande got together. Like it's nothing like that. So what I believe to happen is these people called pretending to care about her, saying, like, hey, we just like I don't even know how how you get a phone call and start ranting. Maybe it was just like, hey, we're like page six, you know, um, we're journalists. We're just calling to report on you and report from your point of view. Um, 
like didn't fully say what they were doing i'm podcasting i'm podcasting about ariana grande so if you have anything mean to say to me don't because i'm gonna call you out right now so one tweet that says she wasn't a that was in one tweet. Page six themselves came. This is this is exactly why I'm making a podcast. What I believe to have happened is whoever from page six called that girl and started pretending to be a friend because Ethan wasn't famous. Ethan was just SpongeBob on Broadway. Please eh, just throw it on the floor. Uh, Ethan just played SpongeBob over here. Throw it over here. Just played Spongebob on Broadway. I am so not editing this. This is all staying in. He played Spongebob on Broadway. He wasn't famous. Okay, that girl was not used to any reporters calling her home for no reason. Why would they call her? Her boyfriend's just on Broadway. And don't get me wrong. Can Broadway stars get big? Yes. But Ethan Slater was not one of those stars who got big on Broadway, right? And so she said she was like, I didn't even know what on the record meant. This girl sat there and ranted. And y'all can't tell me y'all had never been in a breakup, a friendship breakup, job breakup, um, especially a heartbreak where you just start ranting about every single thing. And suddenly, even if you know with your heart of hearts that the new girlfriend is drop dead gorgeous, if you are still mourning the relationship and sometimes a relationship can take two, three, ten years to mourn if you are still mourning that loss and that loss still feels fresh doesn't matter if it's a year later you're still going to sit there and be petty and start girlfriend's not even that pretty Uh uh-uh she's not a girl's girl i can't believe she knew him and knew he had a girlfriend and suddenly the second that they broke uh that we broke up (coughs) oh my god oh i need some water the second that we broke up um she starts dating him like that's not a girl's girls that's not girl code like how can she do that my family was broken up i was so blindsided i thought he was the one for me i thought we were perfect girl and you just clip those two little sentences and you can make whatever the hell you want to make you can make whatever story you want to make and spin whatever story you want to spin and on top of that when that tiktok came out i have I talk about Ariana Grande on this podcast 24-7, 25-8, if you will, okay? I be making up dates. I be adding hours and days <laughs> to the year, to the week, to the day, just to talk about Ariana Grande. So I'm like, I have followed her relationship so closely for so long that I knew half of that, more than half of it was false. I knew that all of that wasn't true because... I've been following this girl. Like, I follow her life so closely. It's not even funny. To the point where it can kind of be creepy. And if for whatever reason, Ariana Grande, you managed to find out about me and listen to my podcast, I am so sorry. Because the first time, the first concert I've ever seen was Ariana Grande, May 19th, 2019. And I was standing in line, talking to the girls behind me. And we started talking about how, like, oh my gosh, yeah, I heard Mac Miller. That was so depressing. And then, like, um, the, what is... That bombing that happened, was it, was it Manchester? I I was like, Manhattan? That's not correct. Um, Manhattan, Brianna speak English. The Manchester bombing, like she's been going through so much and the fact that she canceled the tour and now she's on another tour and she came out with a new album. Like we're so proud of her. And I had a moment where I was standing in line, like I know too much about a person who doesn't know me. 
I am so sorry if it sounds creepy. Like, genuinely, this apology is for Ariana Grande and Ariana Grande alone. I am so sorry if it sounds creepy. I'm just a huge fan, and it's to the point where I'm like, girl, I was staying with you through thick and thin. I don't even know you. Parasocial relationships is just the way the world works. Girl, don't question me any deeper. I promise I'm no- I'm normal. <laughs> like, I'm not going to, like, look up your address and, like, pull up to your house and be like, Miss Grande. Like, no, 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 no. That's too much. Most likely, even if I see you in person, no matter how much I want to meet you, I'm probably going to walk past and be like, mm, I don't want to piss her off. Mm, what if she's having a bad day? <laughs> mm, I'm going to leave her alone. <laughs> and she gets so many people walking up to her on a daily. I'm going to leave her alone and I'm going to walk past. Like, I ain't never seen you. Ooh. Like, girl, no. Okay. <laughs> but it really pissed me off because I was like oh my gosh I know none of that is true like da 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 I kept it pushing I was like this TikTok isn't even going to get that big and I got to see firsthand how something so false was created but because all this news was breaking of like she's getting a voice she's in a new relationship now she did it and because we found out about the news within three days back to back of each other it felt like she got divorced on tuesday had a new boyfriend wednesday and that boyfriend just got a divorce from his wife also on wednesday like said i'm dating ariana grande let me sign divorce papers that's what it felt like because that's the timeline we found out the news but that's not what happened and that story spun and that tiktok spun and then everybody and their mama suddenly cared about ariana grande again to call her a homewrecker of this of that and da 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 and every time so many of my friends don't like her. So many of my friends do not like Ariana Grande. For what? They couldn't even tell you, okay? True. They couldn't tell you why. I've only had one person to tell me, like, mm, I don't really like her music because it sounds very childish. And I was like, uh, fair. Like, I'll give you that because that's how I feel about Taylor Swift. Like, mm, no, I don't. I really couldn't care less about the girl. I really could not care less. Like, I've had my fair share of celebrities who I'm like, I just don't like them. Why I don't like them? I don't know. I don't like their personality. That's how I feel about Doja Cat. I couldn't care less about Doja Cat. Will I still bump her music? Yes, of course. But I don't care about that girl. Her personality is trash. It's trash. Like, I literally left the Doja Cat performance to go run to Jack Harlow at ACL. Caught five minutes of Doja Cat. I'm talking way in the back. Like, she was a speck on stage, and I could even barely see the big screen she was on because I couldn't care less. And I was like, oh, it's time for Jack Harlow. And I ran, girl. Like, couldn't care less. So I'm like, I try to give grace, but sometimes, ooh, I'm so mad. I'm so mad because sometimes I could truly fight my friends on this because I feel like, so. is, is this just me? Do my friends have a vendetta against me? Like, do I need to start thinking about different friends? Am I the only person whose friends go out of their way where every time they see something bad about a celebrity that you love, they send it to you? Like, is that just me and do I need to get new friends? Because I, know, I don't do that to them. And so many of them support crappy celebrities. I'm talking about horrible celebrities who have been proven to, who have already been proven that they have done horrible, horrible, horrible things. And I am just like, hell no. Why would you support them in a million years? Oh, I don't know. I just kind of like them. Like, they're just kind of funny. And I would never in a million years, like, find out bad things about them and send it to them. If it comes up in conversation, then I'm going to bring up the, like, brand new gossip and drama that I just heard about them. But I don't go out of my way to send it to them. All of my friends do that. Every, every single friend who knows my obsession with Ariana Grande, like, they literally send it to me. And I'm literally, like, it's to a point where it pisses me off. Because how, how are you going to tell me to not take that personal? How are you going to tell me that that's not a, an attack on the fact that you don't like me as a friend? Like, it makes me so 
hated because like I don't just like Ariana Grande because I think she's just this pretty Italian woman who just like parades on stage with a good voice like no I like her and I have a whole playlist of her because one I love her attitude I love the way she carries herself two that girl has never been on the wrong side of politics from as long as I've supported her she either didn't talk about politics and then when she was very loud about politics she was always on the right side of politics in my opinion and she has been it wasn't, you know what? She's always talked uh, about political things. It was just like, there was a certain point where she wasn't that loud about it, but, <coughs> oh my God. Every year, um, she would always go to do the women marches, like with her grandmother, like always, always, always on the right side of politics. And she's advocated for certain politics for a long time. It's just that now with like the new expectations of celebrity and influencers, she's much louder and she goes out of her way to post things about certain politics i love that about her and not i think her music has just touched a place in my soul like being the lover girl being the f girl who's just like i don't care about you or your feelings being the person who's hurt and in pain um being super anxious and having songs for anxiety having songs for your well-being having songs where you're just like i can manifest anything that i want in life like i feel that so deeply and that I haven't listened to another artist whose music connects to me that deeply. Like genuinely, when I'm going through the rough, rough patches of my life, and there's a lot, okay, listen, especially like PMS slash PMDD has truly been kicking my butt like as of the past three days. Oh my God, I cannot tell you the depressive thoughts that run through my head when that starts to happen and I'll start playing get well soon and it'll move on to breathe in like I literally have a routine and it always puts a smile on my face that's why I love her music her being the first person to be like oh my gosh my name can be on billboards and signs because her name was so close to mine then having just music that I could connect to like watching this girl go from like I'm gonna try to do whatever I can do just a dreamer to making those dreams come true and seeing who she is today and watching her become an outlier of like a child star was just so inspiring like I don't just like her because she's a pretty white woman like and so that's why I take it so personally because I'm like babes I'm not out here supporting Chris Brown who beats up on women I am not out here supporting R. Kelly who's literally a predator and a pedophile I like a woman where the worst thing that happened about her was that she licked a donut when she was vegan I don't know if she's still vegan I think she is still vegan she was pescatarian for a long time and then she changed to vegan and then the whole donut licking thing happened she told some fans to f off and then she also said like America was horrible and people came after her and I was like oh look at her she was ahead of her time and then now the worst thing that ever came out about her was that she was a homewrecker. Babes, homewrecking allegations. Don't even get me started. Go go tell it to your friends who have been homewreckers. Go tell it to family members who have been homewreckers. Don't try to get on me because a celebrity that you, me and you both don't know personally is a homewrecker. And now you're mad at me because, oh, I'm supporting a homewrecker. Mm, babes, I supported you through some horrible things too. Okay, period. Okay. Don't <laughs> <laughs> me dragging. Because it really does piss me off. Because I'm like, I know I'm not supporting a horrible person. I know from the, in the depths and depths of my heart, everyone has done something pre- like that. You're just kind of like, oh, that probably wasn't the best idea. Home record allegations. And then for every gossip source to now have to turn back around and say, actually, there's no evidence. Here's this. Here's that. For all of them to go back on it. Like, I want my apologies. 
And that's why it makes me so angry. Because I was like, I know who I was supporting. She was making songs called Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored. I know she has cheated on significant others, but it's not the people y'all have seen publicly. It's not Big Sean. It wasn't Mac Miller or Pete Davidson or Dalton Gomez. Babes, it was, uh, what's his name? It was Justin something, and then there was like Graham... Graham Skies, I think is his name was. It was like back then, babes. Like I'm talking while she was still a little bit of a nobody and just like this background character in Victorious, basically. Like that's when <laughs> that's when those cheating allegations were happening. And that's when we found out that like, um, oh yeah, she was dating this person for a few months and then like they broke up because she cheated. And then she was just like, one last time I need to be what was it? I was a liar. I gave into the fire. I knew I should have fought it. At least I'm being honest. Ooh, girl, I know you cheated on that man. Ooh, that song dropped and I was like, oh yeah, those those cheating rumors were not rumors. Oh, she really did that. But that was back in the day. This is not adult Ariana Grande. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> like, leave me alone. And that's why I literally get so mad. But the only like the only time that I was just like, what? And I really started to believe it was one because it went so long without anyone ever like saying something. I can't lie. Some of those SpongeBob memes were funny. And that's just because I don't think Ethan Slater is like a good looking guy. But then honestly, I was like and I was like, oh, that doesn't make sense. Like, how do you go from Dalton Gomez to Ethan Slater? Like, what is happening? And then I took a step back and I was like, look at who she is. Look at her progression. Right. Ariana Grande has always been a theater kid. She has always been a weird nerd theater kid. Again, Ari, I am so sorry. You are not the intended audience for this podcast. Um, but she's always been a theater kid. And theater kids are usually like typically weird. You're just kind of like, Ugh, y'all, like, mm, y'all are a little weird. And then she be, and so that's who she was dating at the time. She was dating like weird, like kind of makes sense theater kid boys, like her ex-boyfriends, the ones that we the ones that true Aryanators, like all oh, back in the day Aryanators, knew about and saw pictures of and saw videos of. Like, I still remember when she posted that video of doing her ex-boyfriend's makeup on YouTube, like on Oh Snap, It's Ari, babes. I was there for that long. Um, she was dating guys like that. And then she became the Ariana Grande, the music pop sensation, like the person everyone and their mama knew, like the it girl the cool girl her look started changing so you started getting lip filler then you know nose job rumors came out which she definitely got a nose job Mm, she definitely got a nose job um the ponytails became longer the eyeliner became a thing the heels the sex appeal where people started making fun of her i literally remember uh an interview on the radio that someone did and literally said Who's ever forcing Ariana Grande into these sexy outfits, they need to stop and they need to be fired. And I was just like, why do they think that she's being forced into this? She is a grown woman. Like, she's just a grown woman with hormones and enjoys sex. I'm sorry that you knew her as, like, a child star, but, like, we've seen that happen with every woman who's ever wanted to keep the celebrity status and break past like being known as this little kid like it's truly all or nothing like we saw it on a grander scale with miley cyrus and everyone was like she's going wild and it was like no she's always been this way it was probably a slow progress but 
like she's finally breaking out of Disney and you have to be so hardcore to the point where it seems like you're being reckless to be to like break out of that like what's it called I don't know what it's called to like from that viewpoint of the world I guess like that's all it was like home she she's a grown woman she enjoys grown woman things like that's all that happened and then once she became that it girl look at who she started dating big sean she had her backup dancer she had mac miller people who were just like really cool guys did i wish it stopped at mac miller yes but it never would have it never would have stopped at mac miller because first of all like one of the reasons that they broke up was like his hardcore drug use which now i'm realizing "Mm, that's probably why her and pete broke up because the fact that he was high on ketamine at aretha franklin's funeral but if y'all haven't heard about his respect comment to aretha's family members that made me laugh that made me giggle i can't even lie to you but like (laughs) like when she finally had this like really cool almost popular girl aesthetic bad girl aesthetic like you make me feel like a dangerous woman god like god is a woman to the point where in the music video she's literally laying in a pool of punani like she's dating all these bad boys all these cool boys people on her aesthetic she's back in broadway and we have seen that style change she's back to like ballet core ariana grande very soft very formal very london-esque like no longer these you're not seeing her in these big high heels like pleaser heels basically anymore she's in this very soft girl soft core ballet core aesthetic she's back in her theater kid era you can even hear it in her music she's doing house music babes she's literally doing house music now of course she's going back to a theater man and when i have put it in that perspective of who she is as a person and the way her personality has changed and grown with her yeah it makes sense that she's dating ethan of course she's dating another theater kid like she's not gonna go date another big she's not gonna go out here and date drake (laughs) like she's not gonna date another big bad celebrity and we saw that slow transition with her dating dalton took a step back from the big bad like cool celebrities she's taking a step back from all the cool kids and she married she literally married a real estate agent who wasn't on social media like someone who didn't care about his looks like someone who didn't care what he looked like to the public eye like she took a big step back from the cool kids quote-unquote and dalton was literally that transition period now she's full blown into her ballet core soft core like era theater kid girl like she's back to her musical days like back to those days hey she's back to the theater boys hey she's back to like the people who you think are like the random like not so cool not very popular people there was even an interview where she said like where someone had asked like what was her type like back in high school or something and she was like oh she was like she would have preferred to like make out with like the band geeks and like the theater kids under the bleachers like that was the person she was she just got back in tune with that person that's why she's with ethan but yeah it's just been pissing me off because i'm getting really tired like it's just like seeing all the backtracking and the back steps like it sucks it sucks it sucks it sucks 
and the only reason why I'm mad because typically I would have been like oh you know what you can tell like it really didn't bother her because not once did she ever step out and say I didn't do this she literally was like one day this truth will speak for itself and I get that because like even in high school I was always that type of girl I was like the truth will speak for itself I'm not gonna go around like screaming and crying like you'll figure it out on your own like if you're hearing false narratives sooner or later you're gonna hear another narrative like I'm not gonna like there is something so freeing about being like I don't care let them figure it out if you're talking about me you're gonna keep talking about me sooner or later you're gonna be smart enough to put two and two together like sooner or later you're gonna figure it out babes and so obviously it didn't bother her that much if she literally didn't speak out about it and it wasn't true and now finally like all these journalist pages had to go and do the research and were like "Ooh, hey cheating rumors weren't true babes like (laughs) like what and so i'm like okay if she doesn't care about it then i wouldn't care about it but i care about it so much because of literally how many people have come to me and like started looking at me as a different person because i quote unquote was supporting a homewrecker babes i'm supporting someone i don't know in real life hey i'm supporting someone who i've never met in my life this is not like why was no one getting on to me when like first of all who is it? snoop dog isn't he like he he's literally been convicted of murder i think i know the baby for sure but i think snoop dog was one of them that i found out it was like huh why is no one getting mad at me when I'm supporting like convicted murderers, right? Like no, like couldn't care less because they like them too. <gasps> Brianna, you're supporting a home record, babes. What? And then like my literally, I always kept saying like, but like it wasn't her relationship to, it wasn't her relationship to respect. It wasn't her relationship to be faithful to, because really and truly, at the end of the day, you are always going to have those people, men and women who do not care about the fact that you're in a relationship and they're going to try and they're going to try to put two moves together and da 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 right? It is, you are the one in the committed relationship. It is up to you to say, I respect my relationship. I respect my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my wife, my husband, my partner. I respect my significant other. I'm not doing that. I'm not stepping out of line. But you know that person's heart. You know that person's heart. You know that person does not care if you're in a relationship. So like, you know, you're, you're the one who can look at them sideways. But if you, if someone comes up to you and you're like, damn, they're better than my partner. Damn, they're funnier. They're cuter. They're this and that. Ooh, I think I'm going to leave my partner. That says so much about you than it does about that person. It truly does because you couldn't even respect a commitment that you made to someone. Like, and I kept saying that. And no, and every single time I kept saying that, like to my friends, I'd be like, why are we not talking about him? Forget Ariana Grande being this quote unquote homewrecker because she's this like, because she's the Ariana Grande. Why are we not talking about Ethan Slater? Literally being like, I want you because I'm sorry. Let's be honest. Sometimes it's literally the guys who are out here like, damn i might be married but like you bad you cool as hell i think you're funny you know what i like you and what if he was the one hitting on her the entire time then yes then it would have been on her to be like okay like you're in a relationship i'm not doing that like you're grimy you're weird but at the end of the day if you're the one in the relationship that is your commitment to respect of course that says something about her but it says so much more about the person in the relationship who stepped out you know but no one was saying that. Everyone was just, oh, but she did. Yeah, but he was the did, did And how could you just uh, did it? And I was like, no, truly, no. I couldn't care less because like 
to me, it was so much worse that he was the one who was like, oop, I'm leaving my relationship. I'm cheating on my wife because ugh, it's Ariana Grande. I was like, that said so much more about him. So, like, of course I'm still going to support her. Like, of course I'm still going to support her. I'm just like, damn, I lost my train of thought because you opened the door. What was I saying? It says so much more about him. I was still going to support Ariana Grande no matter what. Hold on, let me get my train of thought back. <laughs> baby that train has left the station he opened the door and i was ready for him to comment because yes my boyfriend was one of them and every time i would get mad at him and then he would just like tee hee hee spongebob and i was like yeah you watch spongebob um <laughs> that's why you mad uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but dang i really forgot what i was gonna say next but yeah i was like i was always gonna support her I was always going to support her. And I'm so happy I stood by my girl. And now all of these things are false. And guess what? All of my friends are now silent. Silent. Silent as hell. The only person that I'll ever be like, they got onto me about a celebrity and I fully understand is when Danny got onto me about Gabby Hanna. Listen, I was a full-blown supporter of Gabby Hanna. I loved her books. I bought both of her poem books. Honestly, if she releases a third one, I might buy it too. She's a great... uh, she's a great writer okay she makes bomb poems because they're not that deep they're not that serious i think they're funny i enjoy them and so i was a huge fan and a supporter and annie would always be like are you crazy do you know what she and i was like no because like from her point of view this is the and i believe her and i believed her because i didn't know anyone else she was talking about and i only watched gabby hannah and i was like of course she's right until if you are a person who drama follows me I don't have any friends, but did, ooh, no, because I finally met people like that, oh my god, I finally met people like that, and you are the problem, babes, you are the problem, and when I finally met people like that, and I, like, watch a Gabby Hanna video, and I heard everything she said, I was like, oh my god, uh, she is in the wrong and then i went and started watching the videos the response videos of what people made and they had receipts and i was like oh (laughs) she was the problem and now i had to like take a huge step back because i was like i see it i see it i don't wish bad on her but like i truly just don't wish bad on people who are in the public eye and honestly that's just a soft spot for me who like wants to be in the public eye wants to be an influencer wants to do this podcasting thing full-time it's truly just my soft spot there um well if you're just like a bad friend just a bad person to others truly really and truly i can't wish bad on you people who are doing horrendous things like physically hurting someone like getting into like truly doing some atlantic like scamming people oh that's when i start to wish bad on you i can't even lie i can't even lie if you've personally affected me, I'm always going to wish bad on you because now that like now it's personal, you know, but other than that, if you're truly just like a horrible person to other people and you're just making it uncomfortable to be around you to the point where like people can't even be your friend and whatnot, I'm just like, mm. <sighs> fix yourself and just go about your day. And like, you know, mm, karma's a B-I-T-C-H, but like, I don't want you to die or nothing. I don't want you to get hit by a bus. I'm not trying to Regina George you, but I need to stop ranting. That was just my little rant because I saw it on Twitter again and it was really starting to piss me off. It was starting to piss me off because you even heard my boyfriend earlier where he was like, you saw one tweet about Ariana Grande not being a homewrecker and you're running. And I'm like, every journalist and news source that said she was a homewrecker is literally 
backtracking. Don't try me. Okay, I'm going I'm going to continue making my bed. I just finished washing my bed sheets. I'm going to put my bed together. I'm going to watch Salt Burn with my boyfriend. Also great news. I was in a 9:35 a.m. class, English class about um it was Hispanic uh actually it was Latina, Latino, Latinx culture. Literature, technically. Um and I was so excited to take that class because listen, I love learning about Latin culture because my friends, I have a lot of um, Hispanic friends, a lot of Latin friends, and they have all taken time out of their lives, out of their days to learn about black culture, to learn how to support black people. And nothing warms my heart or fills my heart more than being able to do the same for them and being able to learn, not asking them to teach me, but going out of my way to learn for them because they have done it for me. And so I took the class because I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy um latin culture it makes me so happy it's truly why i'm still trying to learn spanish so still trying still trying girlies um still trying to keep up with my spanish lessons if you don't know and you haven't been following this podcast for a while i took four semesters of spanish in college i'm still in college i don't know why i said it like that i do graduate this semester everyone could congratulate me um Listen, I'm a solo podcaster. I have to be a little narcissist in some way, shape, or form, okay? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I took four semesters for my degree plan because if you don't know, I'm a philosophy major. Hey, if you want to know more about philosophy, um, I, in Spotify, I always have this thing that's like, use this as a comment section where it's supposed to be like you leave questions, but instead I say use it as a comment section. Go ask me your questions. Go ask me. What do you want to know about philosophy? Um, can you close the door, please? Um, but yeah. So I took four semesters of Spanish. So I was in that Latin class because I took a Latin, uh, Latina, Latin, well, no, what was it called? I think it was just called Latin philosophy, truly. Um, but I love that class. I loved it so much, just learning about the culture. It was so fun. It was so great. But this one specifically was like a modern one. So we were reading literature and listening to literature um, from the past three years. So from 2020 to 2023 only. And I was like, I enjoyed it. Y'all... I went through that lady's syllabus. Typically, it's, you know, well, most of, you, most of y'all are in college, so y'all know. Three or more absences and your grade starts dropping, like, by letter grades. Mm-mm. With her, four or more absences and she fails you. No ifs, ands, or buts. No excuses. She fails you. It's in her syllabus right then and there. And I was like, ooh, it's a 9.35. I am not a morning girl. I do not wake up early. I am not a person who hopped out the bed at, what is it, wake up in the morning feel it like, Ooh, I never want to feel like P. Diddy again. <laughs> and that's a conversation for another day. But I've never been someone to jump out of bed. Just, I got a pocket, got a pocket full of sunshine. No. In the mornings, I'm a horrible person to be around. I'm sleepy. I don't want to talk. Don't try to talk to me. I'm falling asleep as you're trying to talk to me. Like, I have never been a morning person ever in my life. I'm such a night owl. I love staying up. I feel like I can get so much done. The world's quiet. It's dark outside. I love that dark aesthetic. I don't like too much bright lights. Like, I love that time. Y'all, <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to make it. Because one thing about me, I'm always late to every class. I don't know why I'm like this. I'm a late person. I'm always showing up late. If I start getting counted as absent because I'm showing up five to ten minutes late, can't do it. Can't do it. And then she has homework like we're in high school. Most college classes, maybe you have homework due once every once a week, 
for a really intense professor or once every two to three weeks. Um, there was one time where some classes only do like five homework assignments throughout the semester and like three exams and that's your grade, like, right? Nothing ever intense. This class was two times a week. She had us doing homework. Like we had to pull up with our homework done every day, like for class. So every Tuesdays and Thursdays, I would have homework due at 9.30 in the morning. I was like, no, thank you. Look up the rate my professor, a bunch of fives and a bunch of ones, nothing in between. Oh, and she had a lot of ratings. Oh, she had a lot of ratings. And she was rated at like a three point something because of how many fives and ones she had. And everyone had the same thing. A lot of homework, a lot of work. Be prepared to read. She's very strict. Like when it comes to grading, she is so strict. But like her personality is kind of fun. Saw her first day of class. She was wearing all rhinestone bedazzle shoes. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to drop her class. I know I'm going to love her. I do. I love her personality. Oh, my gosh. I hope to see her through, uh, throughout the semester just on campus because I know I would love her as a person. She's a gamer. She enjoys reading. She loves wearing rhinestone shoes. I was like, I'm going to love you. Chi- oh, my gosh. Immigrant parents. I'm going to love you. Not as a teacher, though not as a grader everyone kept talking about how how hardcore of a grader she was and I was like no thank you and how much homework you had to do absolutely no thank you I'm taking two philosophy classes and two English classes I can't have one class that is just nothing but homework babes one of my philosophy classes is writing intensive absolutely not I dropped her so quickly and got into a 3 p.m class with a way less strict teacher everyone loves and adore him um he really didn't have that many ratings. And I was like, guys, should I be nervous? Like, he has a 4.0, but it's three ratings. And everyone was like, no. Because anyone who has a lot of ratings, like, you either, like, you typically go on rate my professor to rate a professor with intense feelings, right? Intense love, intense hate, or like, professor's really cool, but like, intense hate for the way they grade. Professor's not that cool, but intense love for the way they did their class. Like, it's with intense feelings you go to rate and review something. And I was like, that's a great point. So if all the rate, if there's only, like, three people who rated him and everyone's like, oh, yeah, he's a cool dude, easy class, you'll be fine. Like, love him. He's pretty lenient. He's great. Attendance isn't mandatory. Um, and it's just three people. That means everyone just kind of was like, ah, he's forgettable. <laughs> like, nothing great about him. And so now I'm in early English drama and the bright side, because I stayed for a few days in her class, I did find a podcast that I could learn a lot more about Latin culture. So I'm going to subscribe to that podcast because, yeah, one of my assignments, um, I had to listen to a 37 minute long podcast, but I think I'm going to subscribe to it and I want to keep learning about the culture and I'm going to continue looking for podcasts that teaches me about Latin culture and I just want to keep immersing myself into it and just really learning, learning about the struggles, learning about uh, you know, just Latin philosophy, basically. And yeah, that's all I have to say. Anyways, everyone go follow me on my socials. If you're just finding out this podcast, hey, if you want to go listen to my earlier episodes, way more professional. Okay, we have the edits, we have this, we have that. This is just completely unedited and uncut because I really don't feel like doing all that. Hey, I'm a college student. It's my last semester. I'm a graduating senior. Listen, I go to the Texas A&M. Yes, just like Brittany Broski. Um, hey, Brittany, if for whatever reason you're listening to this podcast, hi, I love you. Who starts a conversation like that? Nobody but I do. I'm about to go watch Saltburn. I need to make my bed. I need to go finish my laundry. I also need to go take a shower. I need to stop talking. I need water. And I'm going to go cuddle with my dog. 
anything else y'all just follow me on the socials hey remember how i kept being like oh my gosh get any of my podmas episodes to 100,000 um downloads and i'm gonna make my twitter public again uh i made it public i saw so many things talking about um who was it palestine and gaza and their current state and i was retweeting and liking and there was just such a pull in my gut to say like this doesn't need to be to my 136 followers who probably barely interact with me like i want to get this on a more public scale so um i made my account public so i can keep tweeting and liking and retweeting tweets like that because i do think it's important and watching gaza go through a (coughs) genocide watching palestinians go through a genocide um is not something that i can just idly sit by and not watch like and just watch and be like it's fine like you know it's not in my backyard it's not on my side of the world Mm, no it's very important it's i it's important for me for future generations to even if i'm like a little nobody for people to know what side of history i was on um so yeah anyways love you my wow 40 minutes of me just talking just pissed ariana grande i love you